number one, we cannot ignore the fact that spiritual warfare is a reality. Matthew 16, 18, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, Ephesians 6, just to mention three passages. So it is a reality. To fail to go out into the spiritual battle without the proper set of tools and weapons to fight would, in my opinion, be silly. Having said that, you're going to need to come to an understanding of what God wants you to do in that area. In my learnings from those that get involved in this type of spiritual warfare and intercession ministry, I have observed one of the things that we can all apply, no matter what our perspective here, is to see the community we're in through God's eyes. God will give you spiritual discernment to know what are the blockages that need to be uh, released for people to come to Christ. What are the keys for the effective communication of the gospel? And every culture has certain sets of sins and issues in the culture that in fact inhibit people from responding to the gospel. And if you're going to dig out a root, you just don't try and chop it off at the top, but you have to dig around it to pull it out. And that process is the intercession process. More and more the effective spiritual warfare that I see is not so much focused on casting out the demon, but more focused on letting the glory of God come into a place. And when God comes in with his light, the darkness goes away. And when faced with spiritual attack, such as the Apostle Paul had occasionally, then he dealt with it. I had a, a, a Japanese pastor in the North Island that comes from a background very similar to, to this, these set of churches here. And uh, he came across a case of a demon-possessed person and did dealt with it the way the Bible said to deal with it, and it was a great breakthrough for the, his church's evangelization. But he doesn't go looking for demons under every rock. Just one more thought I want to add. One thing I've been learning from the intercessors that get involved in this is something they call ministering in the opposite spirit. Um, or working or praying or ministering in the, in the spirit that's opposite. So f let me give you an example. For instance, so for instance, uh, in, in uh, the United States, one of the problems that we face is the issue of greed. You know, uh, materialism, greed, money. What is the opposite of greed? Generosity. So you don't, spend mo you don't spend a lot of time praying against greed as much as you pray for generosity. And you not only come against it, but you act in a way that's generous. The question that you raise, I think, is a very, very important question. Because for Christians that do not come from a charismatic background, and I am among those, the problem that we have is sometimes we are so fearful of the excess that yes. we spend too much time telling God what he cannot do. And we must learn to allow God to be God and for God to do whatever it is that he wants to accomplish, even if it stretches our theological boundaries. Because the nature of the job to be done is difficult enough that we must have the full force of the power of God to change people's hearts and help them to come to Him. And the notion of spiritual empowerment is far more important than any of the strategies we're going to talk about this entire week.